We believe in people, in their stories, and their ability to inspire and change the world. Believing this means we transform our lives, our communities, and the world by doing good. Welcome to the Highlands Ranch Lone Tree Advice Givers, the Corrigan Group podcast, and I am your host, Sandy Corrigan. It is our deepest desire to introduce you to those local advice givers who are the day-to-day world changers, the champions, and those who in their own way are transforming lives, communities, and the world by doing good. Today, my guest is Jerry Bigham. Jerry Bigham's path as founder and CEO of Staging Denver has been about transformation in people's lives. But then again, every professional pursuit Jerry's been involved in echoes that theme. Whether it's been finding people jobs or managing the Denver Public Schools mentor program for high school students, or even as a makeup artist and color consultant and actress, Jerry finds joy by providing a service that has positive impact on people's lives. In fact, Jerry began staging homes in 1997, long before it was an industry. That's when she discovered her passion. And yes, she's even been on HGTV. You know, the other thing I love about Jerry is we've been friends for over 14 years, and she's always my go-to person, whether it's staging homes for people who need to sell them, or maybe a friend who just needs a home facelift to have more joy, or even for my own personal home that I just recently purchased. Can't wait for you to hear Jerry today. Well, today I am so excited to have my wonderful friend and uh, professional stager, uh, Jerry Bigham, with us today in our studio. And so, Jerry, I'm so glad that you traveled down here to meet with me today. Oh, Sandy, I'm so excited that you invited me to do this. One of my favorite things to do is be with friends and talk. Yeah, yeah, that's really (laughs) true. And one of the things I was just thinking about you today and thinking, you know, this is going to be so much fun because you have such a great sense of humor. And just even just like that, it's like, oh, yeah, just to be together and talk. One of my favorite things to do. So So we're going to do some talking today. Great. And, uh, you know, oftentimes on a podcast, we'll talk about what someone does and how they do it. And I do want you to tell, you know, our our audience and us, you know, what you do and, and that, but we want to spend some time also getting to really know you. So let's start out though, by who are you? What company do you own? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Well, my name is Jerry Bigham and my company is Staging Denver Inc. And I've been doing this for over 20 years. Started out, do you want to hear that story? Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you. So I started out, um, I was doing makeup and learning how to do clothes and you know, wardrobing and getting into the image consulting business, hair, colors, all that. I've been doing colors since I was 20-something. and um, That would be like two years ago. Yeah, just a couple years ago, right? <laughs> a couple decades ago. Um And my daughter called me one day, and she was living on her own, and she'd lost her nanny job that was her prime support. And uh, I said, oh, Sarah, we should start a decorating business. And neither of us had ever been to decorating school. We just loved to do it. I live in a 975-square-foot house, have for 36 years, and we would rearrange the furniture every six months or more because I got bored, and, you know, that's just... 
that's just what we did. And so mm-hmm. so it, it really turned into kind of a natural thing. Um, we knew we didn't want to go to school. We didn't have the money to go to school to learn how to be designers. But we uh, felt like we had a real knack for it. And so I had a friend at church who I asked her about it. She said that she and her girlfriend used to do that kind of work. They used to do design work. Turned out they used to stage houses for a realtor. When I pinned her down, I said, what is staging? And she told me. And she also told me that her former partner was back in the city and was trying to talk her into going back into that business. But um, her husband and she had taken a position in ministry at our church and so she wasn't able to do that. She said, you guys should talk. Well, by then, my daughter, who's brilliant, got herself another nanny job and didn't need me to rescue her. So, so we're good at, as, mothers, as mothers, we're good at that. We really are. Or bad at that. Yeah, or just adept. Yes. So, so at any rate, um, yeah, I, I got involved with the business, and uh, it became more fun to me than doing colors which was surprising because I loved doing that anyway. But I just have this knack of being able to walk into a room and look and see what I can do with furniture to make people walk into the room and fall in love with a room and want to sit down and want to live in it. And that's what staging is all about. You want people to walk in and say, I want to live in this house. I love that story. Jerry, were there a lot of people like you doing that at the time? Like it seems like... You know, when I think about just even the industry and, you know, you would hire a decorator, right, if you lived in a house and wanted to redo your house. But were there very many people actually staging houses for there, sale? No, there really wasn't. Um, there, uh, And I didn't know anyone who was doing it, but there were two other women that I know of who started before me. And um, the industry started to grow. It was going strong in California. The realtor that I went to work for for the first three years of uh, staging, um, she was from California. So she was used to staging. And when I started, I staged a townhome for a girlfriend of mine down in Castle Rock that had been on the market for like nine months, no offers. Market wasn't great back then. And... um, she, I told her we, we needed to practice. I was going to partner with this other woman. We needed a practice house. So we went in and I painted it. I don't do that anymore. That's none of my resume. But, you know, for really good friends, right? <laughs> so come in and talk about colors. Yes. You're going to do your own I'll painting. help you pick the color. <laughs> and I can even help you find a painter. <laughs> awesome. We know our boundaries. We do. Exactly. We're old. We know yeah. our boundaries now. We're just wise. <laughs> That's right. Wise. Yes. I painted my share. But anyway, we did that. We went yard sailing to find... She had all this cutesy country stuff around her house. And this woman was like elegant. She, I mean, she knew how to dress. And I, one day I said to her, I said, why, why do you have all this cutesy cows and the little boy crying in the corner and, you know, all this <laughs> stuff in your house? And she said, well, my mother is from Houston. And she sends this to me, and I'm afraid she's going to come visit me one day. So I don't care. I put it up. I said, okay. Did you she's teach her never how to box it up and yeah, put it in the closet until her mom came. Actually, I taught her how to take it to Goodwill. Yeah, because that was just not her. And so it was really fun because the thing that happened with her, my friend Joy, is uh, she she found she remembered who she was. 
in the process of staging her house. Mm. We started picking things that were more like her. And so, you know, it was just cute as can be. It sold in a day after we staged it in a bad market, and it just needed the right presentation. But, you know, she she went from that to her next home purchasing all this new stuff that was exactly her personality mm. type. So she's living in a home that she loves mm. this now. So we talk a lot about transformation because we, of course, are transformation realty and our, our, it's not our tagline. It's our statement of life mm-hmm. is transforming lives, communities in the world by doing good. And which is why we love hanging out with you just as friends and why we love to do business with you is because it seems like the homes, the work that you do has the purpose of transformation, just like that story about, wow, really helping this woman have permission and get in touch with her real identity, really who she was. And I I can just only imagine her joy meter went up hugely. (laughs) Not only did her house get sold, but she got to move into a place that probably gave her a lot more joy. Mm -hmm. And so can you remember back uh, even before you started this, um, even as a little girl or a young girl, uh, where you had stories of transformation for yourself when you realized that you had the ability to create and inspire and transform? Um, I would say that uh, that was all I did when I played. So I had the first Barbie doll. Me too. Did you really? Yes. <gasps> a bride Barbie my from s- Kessler's department store. $5 oh. it cost. Oh, my goodness. Mine came from Lazarus from Columbus, Ohio. And um, my sister bought it for me because she's 10 years older than me, and she was working there. So I was seven or eight years old, and, and of course, then I needed to have all the clothes, and I needed her house, and of course, she needed furniture. So that was, you know, that was a big part of my growing up. And then I also uh, had a set of building blocks that I don't know where they came from because I had sisters, but we had building blocks. So I used to build houses all the time. And I, it was something that I just loved. I loved um, redoing my room, doing things with my room that was fun and creative. And uh, did yeah. you rearrange the furniture at your parents' house? Did your mom let you do that? I didn't. Okay. I didn't rearrange the furniture. I, I didn't know I could mm-hmm. at that point. I just knew I could do it in your my room. dollhouse. You could yeah, do your room in I could your do my room in my dollhouse. Yeah. So that was that was where it got started. And then, you know, I love playing all the parts. So I would act my way through the day. It was fun. So Jerry, we talked about that a minute ago, is that another side of you, the creative side of you, is that you were an actress. Yes, I really love it. And Started um, at an early age. Started at an early age. I was in kindergarten when I got my first lead role. I had no lines, um, but the girl that was with me who had the other lead role had a line. And um, everybody else was, they were flowers and squirrels and, you know, but we were the two people in the play. And... Um, I had to turn around and do a curtsy, which the nuns had to work with me probably five times to help me get it right. But uh, that was my first role. And then uh, the next thing that was significant was I went from Catholic school at sixth grade into a private or public school in seventh grade. And I felt very, you know, remember when you were in seventh grade? Yeah, that's just awkward no <sighs> matter... What? I don't care how good you look, right? And I, I certainly wasn't the, you know, star of the prom, but it it was really challenging to go to this new school. Except that I had a theater class. And in the theater class, 
I got to be a different person. And so instead of being me, Jerry, who I didn't have a really high esteem for back then, I was um, Scarlett O'Hara or I was, you know, some crazy character that made people laugh and, and people started to like me because I wouldn't be myself when I was on stage. And that really got me through junior high school. And I felt pretty confident in high school. I did a lot of theater then. And, um, and uh, it wasn't until I was in my 20s that I found myself being able to stand in front of a crowd and talk to people as myself and not some character. Mm-hmm. And now I just say, you know, give me a stage and a microphone. What was the shift in, because you are Scarlett O'Hara and you are all those women. Like I, I could just, you are those things. You are those amazing aspects of women. So how did you, the question I want to ask is, how did you integrate those characters and what they were about into who you are? Because you're very courageous and you're very engaging and inviting. And so was there a shift or a transition that helped you have the courage to stand up and say, not only can I play all these parts, I can be me too? I think that in my 20s, I um, got divorced. It's in a, so life changed. Yeah, really. Tra- that was transformational. And um, it's on my own with two kids. And I had to uh, I had to grow up and be me. I had to, you know, take the reins and say, you know, I didn't have a college degree because I married young, so I only had one year of college. And I love to read, voracious reader. Oh, my gosh, I read everything. And um, I, I, needed, I didn't really have uh, skills that, you know, my sisters were secretaries, and they were really good at it. And I purposely chose never to take typing, so I could never be one. Yeah, and no, no offense to all the people who type really well in our great secretaries, because later in life I wish I had taken a typing course. I just, I just thought I wouldn't. That wouldn't fit me. Yeah, sitting behind a desk being a secretary. So. Yeah, exactly. I was glad that so I learned maybe how you were to type. Spared. But, oh, oh, I think so. I think so because, because that you wasn't would be work acting out, out things in the office mm-hmm. and entertaining people, and yes. then you probably wouldn't have get a job fired. very long. Or I something. did get fired. Uh, <laughs> I did get fired from one of those jobs. I was a bookkeeper at a law firm in Cherry Creek, and oh, Jerry, I don't even know yeah. how I ended up there, you know. But when they finally caught on, <laughs> so anyway, we digress. But <laughs> indeed, so how did that experience um, help you become who you are today? Well, along about along along the way. Uh, I have to say that I met Jesus in a way that I hadn't ever met him in Catholic school. And that made a huge difference in my life. So I'll, you're so good at changing the atmosphere. You know how to pull heaven right into it, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. For the sake of people. Well, and that's, I feel that way when I walk into somebody's house, you know, I never, you never know what's going on in their life, why they have to sell their house. And sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. And so I, Jesus with me and between him and me and Holy Spirit we figure it out and often just can really bless the people who I'm working with which means a lot to me so, so what does that look like because there might be people that go what you take who and you know <laughs> what does that look like and you know like are you going to start 
you know, doing weird stuff in my house or so. Yeah. Chanting and incense. Yeah, no, no, not doing that. So, you know, that is really true about you when I, you know, I was kind of teasing to say, you know how to change an atmosphere. And I think, um, knowing you, like I do, your faith is so important to you and Mm -hmm. so real and authentic. It's not a thing you do. It's not a box you check. It's the way you live. Um, that I've known, you know, for the many years I've known you, you're consistent in who you are in kind of bringing the goodness of God into every situation. And so is there, um, I guess, something you think about or something you do to prepare you and to be able to bring that kind of peace and that kind of presence and that kind of experience and not freak people out in it, like not get religious with it? Oh, yeah. I don't do that. Um, because that would just, that would just scare people for, you know, for people who don't have that same relationship. But I do, uh, I am sensitive to the situation when I'm walking in. Lots of times realtors will tell me what's going on with a client. And, um, and sometimes it's great. Like our friend Trisha moving to a new house and that's wonderful, but, Sometimes people are moving because they're going through divorce, someone has passed away, they have to downsize and they don't want to. You know, there's so many situations that we come into contact with in this business that are not the happy, oh goody, I get to get a brand new house. It's always been something that I pray about before I go in. And um, just I'm just listening because I believe that God can tell me what's going on. And when I'm walking into somebody's house, what's going on with the people, I'm asking questions and I just bring, I just bring God's love in. My love isn't really sufficient and it's kind of snarky and sarcastic, but, <laughs> but God, on the other hand, <laughs> isn't snarky and sarcastic, yeah, right? He's got the real deal going on. So, so that's what I do. I like to walk in and talk with people and just whatever's going on in their life, give them hope. That, you know, first of all, we're going to get your house looking fabulous. You're going to get it sold. You're going to get a good price for it. And it's not going to be as tough as you think. And then just walk them through everything that they need to do. But talk to them again about, you know, hey, I've been divorced. Hey, I've, you know, I lost my parents at an early age. I lost a son. I, you know, I know life can really throw you a curveball that you're not expecting and there's life and joy after it. So really relating to their circumstance and serving them. Do you have in your company, uh, you know, we often talk about that people have a why behind what they do. They have a bigger reason. So it sounds like you also love what you do, that just even at an early age, you enjoyed the creative, um, you enjoyed color, you enjoyed, you know, just what I call aesthetics and environment, mm-hmm. that that's probably a really high value to to you that you're good at that you can bring is there all are there also other reasons why you continue to do what you do because you've done it for a long time it feeds my soul to help people realize that they can have a great life anyone can have a great life it is a choice even if you're going through something difficult it's going to pass so you look at yourself as not just going in and staging home so it'll sell for more money and faster. What I'm hearing you say is you're going in because you really believe you can give people hope to have a great life. Mm-hmm. I do. Do you have a great story you can tell me around a situation with a client that you're able to kind of turn things around and help them see things differently and have them, you know, walk away with that perspective? Um. There are a lot of them, and um, I. But I'm thinking about thinking about a woman who went through divorce, 
beautiful home. Uh, went to the doctor and had a uh, positive mammogram come back and was very concerned about that. Just so many things had gone wrong in her life and beautiful woman, intelligent woman, and um, just, you know, she'd, she'd been kicked in the gut a few times. And, uh, and so in the course of, you know, talking with her and we staged her house and um, she was living in another house, but they needed to get that one sold so they could get their money out of it. And um, in talking with her, um, and I just asked her if it'd be okay if I prayed for her, and she said yes. And um, So just right there, like yeah, right in her house, you yeah. just said, can I pray for you? Yeah, and I did. You didn't just go away and pray for her, you prayed with her right there. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I don't do that with everybody. I mean, I was it just... like she, that's what she was It just, it needed, just seemed right? like, like she, was, she was so upset and so concerned. And, um, and so the, the cool result of that story was she went back to the doctor, did more tests, cancer's gone. There's nothing there. Uh, got the house sold. Got, Is that what got you guys prayed for? Need. Yes. Is that the cancer would be gone? Yes. That's a cool story. And that the house would sell quickly for top dollar. So. And both those things happened. Both of those things happened. I bet she, she's like your greatest fan, one of she, your greatest fans. <laughs> I mean, that's really yeah. cool. I mean, how many of us can say that not only... We get to do what we do, but we get to go perform miracles, you know, <laughs> well, partnership with God, God for that. miracles. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Um, what else is really important to you? Kind of, you know, how many years into it now? 20 some years? Yeah. Um, situations changed a lot. There's a lot more people in that space. Oh, yes. Sounds like you have kind of a supernatural edge. <laughs> um, do you ever go in and uh, just kind of stage people's houses that aren't moving yeah so that's oh sandy that's one of my favorite things to do i love to work with people who just want to love their house and um it's very fun to go into their house and i see things that they don't see because they've lived in it for so long and it they just can't get that you know the vision of this out of their out of their mind so it's i get kind of stuck in a rut exactly exactly and one of the one of the first things i do uh, often with people is rearrange the furniture but it is really fun to walk in and just you know first of all work with what they have go through their you know their cupboards and their basement and find things that they forgot about and and repurpose things and and then talk to them about hey you should get some new pillows or you know how what about painting the wall a different color or you know a nice piece of artwork or something just things that you know wouldn't cost a lot of money but just makes a big difference for them and lots of times just changing the furniture around we have a client that we're um working with now who is uh putting her house on the market next week and they have been through the color and the you know got the carpet the paint they've done all that they're doing tile etc but the first thing I did the day that I was there was I rearranged her living room and her husband came home and he said, why, did, why didn't we do this years ago? Is there, so, I've, always, I've often wondered, is there ever a correlation? I mean, besides somebody selling the house and making that decision, is there ever a correlation to having someone bring you in and rearranging things with their desire to want to rearrange other things in their lives? You know, that's an interesting thought. I bet there is. I bet there is. I hadn't thought about that. Maybe some questions to ask That's, next time. I mean, that just popped in my head. Gee, I wonder. Good you know, questions. Right? I know that, you know, I had you at my house, mm-hmm. at my new house, which, uh, thank God I have some vision because I could walk in this house and see what it could become for us. You know, I mean, yeah. sometimes homes are lovely, right, for the people who live in them. And then you come in and you go, 
yeah, this doesn't reflect who I am. And, uh, you know, it was so much fun. And I, I will tell you one of the things I, th- I may have mentioned it to you at the time, if not, I'll mention it now on the air in front of everyone. But, you know, you gave me such confidence that day. Because I had these ideas of what I wanted to do. And at one point we were sitting on the couch and we were picking and you looked and you go, you already have what it takes to do this. Even though my goal isn't to become a stager or a decorator, I am a creative person. And so it was such an affirmation. I, I don't get to express my creativity all the time the way that I want to, even though I'm moving in that direction. This podcast is kind of part of that is being more creative and meeting people and discovering and the wonder of the world. And I just remember you leaving that day and, and it was wonderful to pick out all the paint, but the thing that will always stick with me, Jerry, that meant so much is that you just saw me. Hmm. Thanks for sharing that. You know, you just, you just saw that creative piece in me and you just called it out and you gave me confidence. And, you know, oftentimes I think we look at each other as people, as women, and we're successful in our profession and we've been through a lot and We've made it through that, and yet we don't even know that there's a void or a need in our souls for someone else to see that piece of us. Yeah. And, you know, I, that's who I really see that you are. Like, you're fabulous at what you do. And anybody out there listening that's thinking of selling should absolutely call, and they will get your information. In fact, tell them how they can get a hold of you. Oh, yes. Well. Yeah, best number. Yeah, best number to get a hold of us is 303 303- Eight eight six one six one four. Say it again. Three zero three eight eight six one six one four. So I want you to jot that down, and it'll mm-hmm. be on our site. Yeah. I also think that there's people out there that you might get a whole new kind of lease on life by having you come in and just be another pair of eyes, or through the, your series of questions, through the way that you see people, Jerry. Um, can help them discover things maybe they can gift to someone else, goodwill or a friend or Absolutely. a family member or, Absolutely. you know, maybe declutter an area that will release some decluttering in some other aspect of life to free them up, you know, to be able to have, you know, a more joyful, free, transforming journey in their lives. And I love what you said also about your small space. I mean, you know, like it always surprises me. Wait a minute, she does this for a living, and your home is nine hundred and seventy-five square seventy-five feet. square feet. Well, I have a finished basement too, and, so and it's eighteen hundred okay. altogether. But, but still, like you've still, been able to stay in that place, yeah. which is cool because I know that there's people that go, "I don't want to move." However, what else could I do? And I think that a lot of us are thinking about like tiny houses or smaller spaces, or do we really are we are we great? Um, stewards of resource by having this much space, what else could we do with it? And what if we downside, will we still downsize? Will we still get joy out of where we live? And so I love the fact that you're really an expert at, you know, the smaller, I mean, you've done lavish multi-million dollar homes as well. But, yes. You know, you're, you're really such a great creative resource around the smaller space, which, you know, oftentimes both people getting into the housing market or downsizing from a big house and getting into a smaller place kind of sometimes we don't want to let go right because we feel like oh that's really going to change everything and what I'm hearing you say is no you could come in and help them enjoy that maybe even more oh absolutely absolutely that's one of the things that our team does very well is that yeah we we love helping people with their new houses and we just did um precious client um in December 
that she had invited us to come in and help her decorate her rental house. And they just bought a new house in Castle Rock. Now, why would she do that? Why would she decorate her rental house? Because she was living there and she wanted it to look great. Oh, oh the house she was renting. The renting. Before yeah, she bought the rental her house. house. Yeah. Oh. So we did that Never. a couple of years ago. And then she called us in December and she said, we just bought a new house and we want you guys to come help us. And we had so much fun doing that house and worked um, all day Christmas Eve. So yeah. we worked all day Friday, all day Christmas Eve to help them get their house ready. And then we went home and had a great Christmas with our family. It was really fun. Wow. And it just was so fulfilling because they loved everything that my daughter and I did. And... Um, and what she's a cool remarkable. Christmas gift. It was. It and then was. your husband built the place that right. That was a different, a house. different client. Because I don't even want to really tell people this because I, I want to keep him a secret. But Jerry's <laughs> husband Bob is the most remarkable handyman on the face of the earth. Yes. We bring him all the way from Denver to Elizabeth because he's so phenomenal. And so you can get a hold of him on our website. We'll stick it. <laughs> I don't know if we'll do a podcast, but we'll put his information because he's amazing. He is. I and call he does him the amazing the, handyman. And he does the last. Five percent, which is we could go on and on about yeah. them. I know you could really go on and on. Yeah, I could, I could. too. So, yeah. um, before we end, what else is really important to you? What do you want to see happen in your next few decades? Well, I think um, one of the things that's really important to me is family, and um, my daughter is. Uh, she's worked with me now for a number of years, and does all of our design plans for our vacant houses. Um, I do a lot of the staging consultations in occupied houses. And then um, she's an excellent designer. She's just got a gift that's beautiful. And um, and I have uh, grandchildren who all want to be basketball stars, skateboarding stars, or rock stars, um, and don't want to go into the home staging business. But it's been such a great opportunity for us to be creative and to love on people that I'm hoping and praying that we're going to be able to build a business to a place where um, it will continue on. It will continue to be a blessing to people in Denver, and my kids and my grandkids can take over when I'm, you know, sailing in the British Virgin Islands. Right. And your your dream, yeah. your next yeah. your next decade dream. Exactly. And I know you and Sarah, your daughter, mm-hmm. um, who I love as well, um, have really been involved in Denver and beyond in. Ending sex trafficking. Yes. That's, Tell me a little bit about that. Why Why has that deal. been a passion for you guys? Well, I think it's just the way God made us. Um, we, we can't stand the thought of women and children who have been tricked into getting into that position somehow um, or grabbed or snatched or whatever. I mean, just the stories that you hear about the deception that men, uh, do to women to make them think that they love her and, you know, that want to cherish her and take her away from all this only to send her into turn a trick and turn another and turn another and turn another. And she's stuck. She's, you know, lots of times doesn't have family close by, um, he's taken her away from her family. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just a horrible, horrible thought to think that somebody would do that to an innocent woman, child. And mm-hmm. so it just, I don't know, it's just that thing that got that got us so fired up that we said we, we have to do our part, mm-hmm. whatever whatever that can be. 
So. And so you've been involved in some events and anything. You, you do something as a whole company, don't we you? We do. We, we uh, sponsor, help to sponsor an event called Set Them Free. And um, uh, they have a, well, one of the reasons that I love these guys is because they sponsor fun events. So last year we went four-wheeling um, up in the mountains, and this year they're going to do it again. It's a four-wheeling event down in Salida. And um, this year it's going to be on my birthday on July 13th. Oh, wow. So you could join Jerry for her birthday. Yes. So you could contact her or the organization. What's the organization called again? Set Them Free. And can they find that on the website or call you and have coffee and talk to you about getting involved? Absolutely. Absolutely. We would love that. We would love that. Well, Jerry, we've certainly, I've certainly found out new things about you and um, again, so appreciate you and uh, you you taking the time out of your busy, busy schedule. It's a busy time in real estate in Denver. Yes, it is. And uh, even more important to have your house looking fabulous. And also, you know, maybe with spring coming, people are thinking about mm, spring cleaning or, you know, something, a change for my life. And mm-hmm. and I love that you're so um, sensitive to people that you not only come in and love their home, but love them. So I think we um, all heard that. And I don't know, I feel more loved today. So I appreciate <laughs> you being here. Thanks, Sandy. I always feel love when I'm with you. Mm, thanks. Thanks for having me. This is Sandy Corrigan. You've been listening to the Highlands Ranch Lone Tree Advice Givers podcast from the Corrigan Group. You can follow our podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to iTunes podcast and subscribe. We would love for you to rate and review our podcast. Join us again and thank you for the way you transform your lives, your communities, and the world by doing good.